0: This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly.
1: Welcome to episode 285 of the Stuck Mike Avcast. I'm Carl Valerian, I'll be your host today. In this episode, we're going to discuss the upcoming Flight Sim Expo 2021 and also the newly launched Flight Sim Association.
0: Let's do the pre flight.
1: But before we get going on that i just want to say thank you to all our sponsors all of our patreon sponsors out there you can go to stuckmikeavcast.com patreon to find out more about how you can help support this channel and another really cool thing is every dollar that we get through the patreon account that goes to producing this show we give a dollar's worth away towards a scholarship guide. scholarship sky is ten dollars for a year access so for every ten dollars we raise one scholarships guide given away as a matter of fact you can find out more about how to get those free scholarships guides aviationcareerspodcast.com free and uh, interestingly some of those scholarships have to do with flight simulators and that's what we're going to talk about today now entering cruise flight joining me today is evan reader from flight sim expo uh, and also, uh, the newly launched Flight Sim Association. Evan's been on the show before, and we're really excited to have him on board here today to talk about the Flight Sim Expo 2021. Hey, Evan, welcome.
2: Hey, Carl. Thanks for having me again.
1: Yeah, I am, like, really excited about this. And the reason being is that, you know, we're coming out of this pandemic, there's uh you know, people want to get together. They want to see each other, et cetera. And I think this is really, really exciting. Um, industry has been changing. Uh, both in the, you know, we're both in the airline world. Uh, also the fact that people are getting out there and wanting to travel, it's uh, been a huge spike. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. As far as the AV, the airline industry, I know we both are, are in that. Uh, luckily I was able to hang on to my job. Um, and, uh, um, so tell us a little bit about what's, what's happened to you just shortly.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a certainly a whirlwind past couple of years for so many people around the world and families and everything. I mean, it's just um, very fortunate to be in a, in a relatively good position by comparison to some folks that I know. Uh, so fortunately, if the family's okay. I've been okay for the past two years. I've really been taking this stuff very seriously and have more or less you know been hanging out at home pretty much uh, more or less since almost last time we talked, which was just a few oh. weeks before I think we had to cancel our 2020 show, which was supposed to be in Vegas. Um, I, I haven't been doing a whole lot of flying I was back a little bit toward the end of last year and then uh, shortly thereafter I work in uh, well I guess I still work for a company that flies regional jets so the Embraer 175 the CRJ and now the Dash 8 as well uh, mostly transborder, and then sort of regional feed for a major airline here in North America. So I was flying a little bit toward the end of last year. Some stuff happened. I'm taking a break again right now, planning to go back and actually about 10 days here as we continue this recording. Uh, so we'll see how things go. But certainly the airline that I work for is definitely seeing that boost. You just mentioned a lot more excitement and interest around travel, which is really good to see. And it's just, I mean, I think actually I was going back just to the last time that we talked. And I think at that point you said to me, You know When stuff like this happens, because you've been through any number of downturns and recessions, maybe not quite to this level, but you said to me at that time, those people who can stay through it, and I know not everyone can because you may have a family to feed and you may have to leave, but for those people who can stay through it and hold on, afterwards when things start to grow up and get better, you have an amazing opportunity because your seniority is just going to be leapfrogging where it might have been with people who may have retired or may have had to find other jobs during the period of time when things slowed down. So do you still feel that way?
1: Absolutely. It's funny you mentioned that because on my other show, Aviation Curves Podcast, I talked about that in the last uh, episode. You know, we were talking about why people can't get hired because uh, there is a pilot shortage. But it's just exactly what you just said is people just freeze. They freeze their training. They freeze uh, their flying. They take a pause and uh, and then they have to pick up again, from where they left off. It was as if the world stood still in their flying life. But absolutely. I'm, it's interesting that you had said that because uh, I just did an episode about that. Uh, so I'm, hats off to you and, and all those other people that have tried to fly. I understand though uh, that if you have a family, you have other things to have to take yeah. care of, you got to feed your family. It's uh, a bottom line. And there, and I've been through a lot of these, a lot of downturns in the industry. You know, it's now been 20 years uh, since I've been representing pilots, uh, furloughed pilots. And it's the same thing that happens each time. And the people that have kept current are usually the ones who get hired right away. Uh, and one of the ways that people actually are able to do that is through many different ways, but flight simulators. And I think it's a great way to keep yourself in the game. Um, but you know what? Things have changed since you know 2001 since i started uh, doing the furlough thing and uh, and they've come a long way and we're going to talk a little bit about that today uh and that is the flight sim expo and also this uh, flight sim a- association i think is really cool as a matter of fact just to let you know before the show i signed up as a member i'm going to talk a little bit about that later uh nice. it looks really really awesome uh i i just love the fact that simulation both as a hobbyist and somebody who's interested in careers has come such a, a long way, yeah. For, so on the career side, you know the simulators we use, like on the Airbus, et cetera, those are amazing. Then on the hobbyist side, when I'm flying small airplanes, I can translate that you know, that training into a small airplane or that currency, et cetera. And then strictly from a hobbyist standpoint of of getting online and having fun with other people and, and simming. I've actually not gotten that involved online on simming, but it's uh, it's the next step. It's uh, I'm afraid to do it because I might like it too much.
2: I will change that. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd love to be able to change that. I mean, it, it's it that's that to me is is really the best part of, of home simulation. Actually, is getting online, whether it be through a network like Vatsim or Pilot Edge, or whether you you know going to go out and fly carrier operations or formation flying in DCS or any of the other things that are possible with groups. I think that's what's really neat about home flight simulation. And you know, to tie it back to the pandemic, we saw that all the way through. So I'm part of a community on Vatsim, which is one of the world's largest multiplayer organizations for flight simulation, and in a... About April of 2020, right when this was all happening, and as we were all in stay-at-home orders, the network absolutely exploded because so many pilots who couldn't fly, weren't flying, had extra time, were saying, "Well, let's get on the network." And on a regular basis, and this is this is scary but interesting, there were more pilots flying on Vatsim than there were airplanes in the air in real life, and that's that's kind of insane to just you know put that into perspective with how far both you know things have declined in the industry at that particular time and then also just how popular home flight simulation has become in the past little while
1: yeah and those pilots realize i mean it's good for them to to stay current oh yeah that's for sure uh so now that we've talked about simulators uh i really one of the things we talk want to talk about here is the flight sim expo i think people are are waiting to hear what is this flight sim expo so so explain i know you've been on before but it's been a while just explain a little bit about what flight sim expo is
2: Yeah, Flight Sim Expo is North America's only community driven flight simulation conference and trade show. So if you think about anything you've ever been to in terms of a trade show for anything in your other life, we do that for flight simulations. There's a huge exhibit hall where you can go out and hang out with the top flight simulation developers. You can try different products, whether they be different simulators or different controls for simulators, things like virtual reality, yokes, joysticks. And there's been a tremendous amount of movement in the flight sim industry recently, which I'm sure we're going to get into. All that new stuff that you've been hearing about is all at this show. And then alongside that exhibit hall, we have more than 30 different seminars that are taking place over the course of this three-day show. And those are everything from how do I get started in home flight simulation to big announcements from some of the top developers, including X-Plane, who we expect is going to announce and maybe even be able to preview some of their next generation simulator at the show. We have just individuals who are simmers who are going to come and talk about how they use the flight simulator, whether it's for training or for enthusiast purposes. And then we have people who are actually out there in the real world using flight sims in ways that we may not think possible. The military, for example, the Air Force, is using it same version that you and I might have on our computers to train fighter pilots. The National Transportation Safety Board is using it to recreate aircraft accidents. We've got an investigator coming in to talk about the miracle on the Hudson flight, how they used the same home sim technology that we have at home to actually recreate that as part of their accident investigation. So all this is happening over the course of three days next month in September, and all the information on it is at www.flightsimexpo.com.
1: FlightSimExpo.com. And by the way, we'll have it in the show notes.
2: Amazing location. Not at all far from Little Italy, a gas quarter. Of course, you've got San Diego's amazing beaches. The zoo is there. The Air and Space Museum. If you've, Have you been to the San Diego Air and Space Museum?
1: Not yet. It's on you my need bucket to go? list. Yeah, it it should
2: be. So we've got a discount there. You show your flight to Expo badge and you get a couple dollars off. Fleet Science Center is doing the same thing. And then there's the Midway Museum, like literally a floating aircraft carrier that's now been turned into a museum. All that stuff is right there in San Diego. And of course, you've got the beautiful weather and everything else that goes along with being on the West Coast at that time of year.
1: Absolutely. I love San Diego. I love flying into the airport and you can fly into it virtually. And in reality, if you want uh, to go see the Flight Sim Expo. The other thing that's cool, things have changed since COVID. The one thing that's cool for me is that I have to fly that day. If I can't get on my trip, I definitely can't make it down there. Um, How can I get involved? Would I go to the same website?
2: Yeah, so for those of you you know who can't make it, who choose not to do stuff like this, given everything that's going on, which we totally get, we've opened up the virtual component of the event this year. So for $15, one five, you can register for the online-only Flight Sim Expo show. What that gives you access to is all 30 of those seminars. You can watch them live. You can share your questions, and we'll actually ask the questions to the people who are there. Of course, you can also get that recorded. So if you're not able to watch them all live, you can hang out and watch them on demand at any time. You also get access to our app which is called Hoova that allows you to network with other flight simmers so you can say you know who else lives in Florida let's maybe organize our own little meetup a couple days after the show for example and you'll have access to show discounts giveaways and the ability to even chat with and engage directly with some of those developers so not the same of course as going to the show in person because you don't have that hands-on let me try 10 different flight sim yokes in one place but you still get the ability to participate in all these seminars, hear the latest news, and be able to just participate in the event in a totally unique way this year.
1: One of my favorite things about Flight Sim Expo and what you're doing uh, actually is the, the sense of community. Uh, it's the sense of community and the fact you're building a community. For someone like myself who's who's not that experienced in building their OSIM or getting yeah. involved in that sim community, uh, it actually helps step me through that and those that are willing to or wanting to get into it it shows that there's a huge community out there and they're they're just like you and me
2: absolutely and that's i mean if you're coming to the show what's really interesting about it we sort of say this every year like I'm, i'm a flight sim nerd right so i'm not a super extrovert type person in normal circumstances if i was to just go to a trade show on anything else, I just wouldn't know anybody. I would kind of be nervous to say hi, but that's just not the case here because you can kind of just walk up to anybody and be like, "What do you fly? Oh, I fly P3D. Oh, I fly X plane. Oh, what do you think of it?" And you're already in a conversation. We put the airport that you're from on your badge, so that's another easy way. To go, oh, you're from, you know, New York. I'm from New York. Where do you live, right? And it's just so easy to make conversation because everyone there loves flying loves flight simulation and if you are someone, you know, especially like you, who's kind of new to this and you're maybe looking to get into it, you know, in addition to those seminars that we have that will explain exactly how to do it, you may well walk away knowing five or ten people who are kind of in and around where you live and maybe there's an opportunity to set up a club or to meet up in person when it's sort of safe to do that and actually get someone to come out and help you with this stuff, which is nothing that exists right now. We'll talk a little bit more about that with the association too because we're really trying to do some cool stuff around that The truth is, you know, for me, a lot of my friends, they're not really into flight simulation. My girlfriend, who's a pilot, doesn't, you know, doesn't understand flights in the way that I do and thinks I'm crazy for hanging out (laughs) on the computer all the time. Right. And so, you know, it's like in my real life, I wish I had flight sim friends sometimes. And, you know, that we were trying to find ways that we can say, like, let's connect these people who might be flight simmers, but just don't know that they happen to maybe live a few doors apart.
1: Absolutely. You know, this is something a lot of listeners probably don't know about me, but I really got into flying because of a flight simulator. Actually, when I was using it, it was on a monochrome screen on the old compact, looked like a suitcase, yeah, and yeah. it was a, a portable. And I saw it in a museum, by the way, the other day. It kind of made me feel really <laughs> old. And, and that was in 1988, 89, and I haven't really gotten into simming since. So fast forward to now, other than work simming, uh, fast forward to now, it's just it's amazing what can happen and everybody that comes to this event has something unique that they bring right. to the event and there's people that have questions there's people that come there for a specific reason for me for instance i would i get a lot of questions from my listeners on the podcast hey can't why don't you simulate what you're talking about because i do a lot of approaches and i explain stars and sids and they would love right. to fly along my fly along is a little icon that goes along the chart how cool would it be to be able to to share that with with the listeners instead of just that little icon and and that can be done
2: absolutely and and is being done right now yeah absolutely
1: right right and that's see that's what for me that's what's exciting maybe for you it's you know you want to learn how to do crosswinds you want to you want to go out there and be part of a community that is teaching you how to speak Uh, to air traffic control Uh, that's another big part of my audience is many people listen because they want to learn aviation english you can do that and and there's different levels of that you'll learn all that right at the the flight sim expo which is really cool um but you know what people are watching and listening right now uh sorry i cut you off there but uh you know i think there's another piece of this That's always been missing and it's, yeah, we get together, but there's not this big community out there, but it seems like you guys are building that. So tell us a little bit about that, that flight sim association they're building.
2: Yeah. That that came directly out of, first of all, I should say flight sims played a huge role all the way through my life. So it helped me get my private license. It, Sort of spurred me to quit a very well paying office job to move across the country, get a commercial license, and now work for the airlines. And it's been with me obviously all the way through Flight Sim Expo. And what came out of Flight Sim Expo was sort of what you just said like, this was an amazing show, and I had such a great time these last couple of days. Now I'm going back to Wyoming, I'm going back to California, I'm going back to New York. How do I keep this going? Like, I don't have, you know, Flight Sim friends that I can hang out with, but I would love if every month I could, you know, hang out with other Flight simmers or even if I could have someone else over and I could fly their sim and they could fly mine. So we put together this thing called Flight Simulation Association that is basically designed to be the conference experience in a way, but all year round. You can go join that for free at flightsimassociation.com It's basic form is, how do I get started in flight sim? So if you're someone who's like, I've heard all about flight simulators, everyone keeps telling me that they're so important for training, uh, but where do I go to get started? We've put together basically all the information that you need to know in one easy to access place, and it's totally free. So if you're wondering, you know, P3D, X-Plane, FSX, Microsoft Flight Sim, what should I choose? Do I need a yoke or a joystick? What about VR? We've got all the answers to that stuff in one place. But we've even gone farther than that. Instead of just being, you know, how do I get started? let's really try to build that community so we have this thing called simmer search which if you opt into it basically lets you see what other flights Sim association members are nearby you and so you can literally see I you know if you're in Florida there's probably 10 or 15 other members who are within 40 or 50 miles of you and that would enable you to give them an email and say why don't we you know meet up and we've actually seen that happening where people are like you know I'm not super techie I would just love if someone could come to my house and set this stuff up for me and that has happened people have met each other and, and they've done that and you know what a great resource to be able to have. On top of that, we're doing free educational webinars over the course of the year where we'll talk about different subjects. And you've got huge, huge product discounts across basically everything that you need. So by joining Flight Sim Association, you can basically save yourself easily four or 500 bucks on a new flight sim setup. And that we're really proud of. We've worked with all the top developers across the industry, everything from hardware to software to the things that you need to get started all in one place.
1: And you can find all that information on the internet as far as as what you're going to see at the expo. And there's tons of videos out there. I learned a lot, by the way, from them. Uh, But hats off to you for starting this, first of all. I I think this is awesome. Why someone didn't do this earlier, I don't know.
2: Yes. We had that same, we had that same thought as we were like four months into it going, I hope nobody else is doing this right now. <laughs> but even
1: still, it, you guys are doing a great job. I've just been on there for a day and I'm like, this is so cool. And, uh, and I'll announce it now. We're going to wind up doing a meetup here, even though I'm not into simming yet. Uh, we'll do one right here in Lakeland, Florida. I have to figure out if there's any simmers around. I'm sure I'm going to hear back from them. Uh, but, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, that's something that I love about this, about the community, about sims and aviation is, uh, it's, it's so wonderful to get together with people that are, are the similar bent and also uh, have a similar background, but also people from all over the world that have this common interest. And that's what's so exciting about these type of expos and about, about simming, etc. We're all fascinated by aviation. We just uh, we bring it out in different ways. Speaking about fascinations with aviation, primarily our audience are general aviation pilots, and and there's going to be certain specific things that they might see or have seen online that are at the expo, for instance, like exhibitors or possibly speakers. Can you speak towards that? What What would a GA pilot get out of the expo?
2: Yeah, I mean, especially, so are you talking about a GA simmer? Like a general aviation pilot that is looking into the sim world. Yeah, so I mean... Certainly, we've got a number of sessions that talk all about how do you get started in flight simulation? How can you use it? How can it benefit you, whether you are training to become a pilot or whether you're maybe looking to just stay current in between the flights that you do? One of those is from a retired airline captain. Another one is from someone who runs a simulation center. So we've actually gone out and kind of found these people who are experts in the field who can literally walk you through, how do I get started in this stuff? Then we've also got a series of seminars that just talk about interesting people who have been in your shoes, who are using the simulator for various things and sharing with you how they did it. So I think both of those type of seminars that sort of focus on the individuals, you know, how do I get started and then how can I use this for training, those are really great things for you to participate in. And then on the exhibit hall floor, you're going to be able to actually, if you're coming to the show, engage with and meet a whole bunch of different people. So if you're thinking, okay, I want to set up a home sim, you can't go to your local electronics store and try out 17 different flight sim controls. That's just not possible. You've got to go online and watch a bunch of videos and hope that the person who was reviewing the product in the video thinks the same way that you do. At the show, you can actually do that. You can literally put your hands on all these different controls and decide what works for you. You can see 30-plus different flight sim setups and try them all and decide which one you like. And if you like one of them, you can probably buy it right there. And if you don't like one of them or you you know you want to build it yourself there's that capability as well one of the really cool things that's, that's kind of cropped up beside flight simulation is this do-it-yourself community so there's lots of people out there who are like you know i kind of like flying and i kind of like simming but i really like Building stuff, and so they are building, you know, home cockpits. Whether that be like an individual electronics component for their setup, or in some cases, it's a full-scale 737 that they've built like from scratch by themselves. It's amazing what the do-it-yourself community is able to do. So we've got some experts from that side of the community as well talking about Arduino boards and talking about electronics wiring and things that I have no idea how to even <laughs> explain, let alone do. Uh, but but they're doing it, and in some cases, they're basically able to put together flights. And components for almost no money and it's like a cool do-it-yourself project that's not just about flying and about aviation about simming but it's also like this is my hobby this is my pastime i build flight simulators and that's all very possible and something else that people especially if you have a bit of a do-it-yourself flair would find really cool
1: yeah, same for people that like to build their own airplanes. Why not build your own simulator? Right. That right. same type of person that get involved. You know, and it always fascinates me, uh, these people that can do that and they can fix those things. I'm, I'm sitting next to a 737 simulator here, and I was watching the guy tear it apart. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot more that goes into it than you realize. But... Don't let it scare you because you can get started with a simple simulator and then try to build from there. Uh, And some of the projects I've seen has been phenomenal. I've seen a guy actually here that's like, I don't know if we talk about prices, like $60,000 for a simulator. And I'm sure they can go up from there, obviously. Um, But as far as the general aviation community, going back to that, do you find that there are a lot of general aviation pilots that are at these expos?
2: Absolutely. Uh, So about typically 40 or 50% of the people who are coming to the show are pilots in some form. And the vast majority of those aren't airline pilots or commercial pilots, they are GA and they are student pilots. So we see that community very well represented at these flights and shows. And by and large, most of them are saying, how do I use this for training? Or they're saying, I have a setup right now and I'm looking for that new piece of technology to take it to the next level. And again, there's just nowhere that you can go to try this stuff other than by coming to a show like this. And until you've been able to sit down and put on a set of virtual reality goggles and fly in VR, you don't know what that experience is like. And it's not for everybody. I mean, some people love it and swear by it, but only about 12 to 15% of flight simmers are using it every day because it's a different experience from what you might be able to see bunches looking at a screen. You may never heard of head tracking, which allows you to Go like this and have your view actually pan in the game along with you. So all these technologies are at the show for you to be able to try for five minutes instead of spending $2,000 to buy and realize, oh, I don't like virtual reality as much as I (laughs) thought I was going to or as much as this guy in a video said I was going to, you know?
1: Funny you said that. I was able to actually try the virtual reality recently. I was fascinated by think? it. I could Is not cool? believe
2: it. And, and I guess the big
1: part of it was I, all I had to do was look down and to the left to look down and to the exactly.
2: left. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you
1: know, it's like a, outs, I'm outside the airplane, looking down at the ground and flying around. Uh, it, it. took a little bit of getting used to. I'm, I'm fascinated by it, and uh, I've done it more than once. Uh, it's. It's actually. It's scary. I mean, because you feel like you're there. Uh, just like in a regular simulator. Switching switching gears a little bit though, there's some, one of my last episodes I did with Aviation Careers podcast, I've told people that the best thing to do is get out there, get on the simulator. And when people come back, they have a lot of problems with glass cockpits. And I'm like, not that I know much about pricing, but a simple glass cockpit on a computer would help you. But I'm sure in the simulator world, it's not that, you know, that expensive an entry just to get yourself into a glass cockpit so you can do holding, tracking, climbs, descends, and uh, and approaches.
2: Well, in many cases, you know, you can buy the physical hardware, and I think that stuff definitely helps. But you don't even need to do that. I mean, you can literally use the mouse and the keyboard, and you can buy a $60 simulator, and you can never even fly it. You could just turn on the plane and practice with the GPS. And even that would be a great investment for 60 Um, You know, Garmin kind of has things online that you can do that with as well but it's kind of finicky with like how you move the airplane and stuff. So I think even that alone is, you know, is a great tool. Never mind actually now getting up and flying and talking to air traffic control on Pilot Edge or VATSIM and maybe even putting on that VR headset that we were just talking about. So I think it's absolutely a great tool for that. Again, you can do that just with the plain flat screen, mouse, keyboard, nothing else, but then there's all kinds of hardware solutions out there. So if you want to simulate literally any glass cockpit, there's something called Air Manager and there's something called Knobster that you can buy that basically lets you turn an iPad or a monitor into any kind of a display. If you have a touchscreen iPad or a touchscreen monitor, you can even use that to literally touch the screen just like you would in an actual airplane. So all that stuff exists right now the challenge, of course, is figuring out, well, how do you actually put that all together and how do you find it? And that's where you know we at Flight some Association can help make connections with those different developers. So we have experts that are able to give you one-on-one coaching on this kind of thing. We have great relationships with developers, so we can give you Five or six hundred dollars worth of savings if you're looking to spend four or five thousand dollars on a simulator, and we've tried to make that stuff really, really easy to say. You know, come to us and tell us what it is that you're looking for. We can literally run you through a checklist or one of our experts to walk through exactly what your setup should be, and then help you with the exact links that you need to click on to make those purchases.
1: It's like having the flight to Expo all year round. I mean, that's really exactly. cool. Exactly and you know obviously we want to be in person but this is you know the next best thing but it's even better because it's all year uh, and it's just this way like I said aviation is a community the sim community is uh, simmers there they are a community amongst themselves and there's a lot of overlap a lot of interest and uh, and people that are into technology like myself Uh, People are fascinated by simulators and say to themselves, this is too much for me. Just give it a try. It's like building an airplane. It's like building a simulator. It's like learning about anything else. You just have to take that one step to try it out. And the best way to do that, go to the Sim Expo or go to Flight Sim Association and check it out. FlightSimAssociation.com, is that correct?
2: Yes, and if you're a pilot, particularly if you go to flightsimassociation.com slash start, S-T-A-R-T, we've put together a little landing page with a couple of videos from CFIs, flight instructors, talking a little bit more about how this stuff can help, and then a little bit more detail on what some of the first steps might be if you're a real-world pilot who's looking to make the transition to flight simulation.
1: Yeah, I tell you, I'm just enamored by the simulation. There's something that really got me, I have to say this. When I was watching some of the videos that you guys have put together, I saw this Airbus, this A320 simulator. And that's what I fly as my day job. I was like, oh my God, that's just like the real thing. That's yeah. absolutely phenomenal. And and the wheels started turning in my head. I would love to just be able to, to bring that somewhere and show people how to use it. And I'm like, well, why can't I do that? Um, and this is what's great about this opportunity. I know nothing about it, but I still am gonna be able to learn. And I can learn both online and in person. Now I can't make it in person, but I'm sure going to make it online, that's for sure.
2: Well, and the great thing about the community is that there's just so many people who love to help. We're a very friendly group of people. Much of the sim community grew up on what we call freeware, which is basically stuff that's available for free. And so if you jump into almost any community, whether it be VATSIM, or whether it be the Cockpit Builders Forum, or whether it be just a Discord or a Facebook group that you may find, and you put your hand up and you say, look, I'm new, and I have this question, like people are racing to answer that question for you and to say, that's go great. look here, go look here, right? It's just an incredible community people that love aviation Uh, much like you might walk into a hangar uh, at a flying club or walk you walk into a restaurant at the airport right you're just there's a bunch of pilots talking that's what the sim community is it's just all happening online through platforms like discord and facebook groups and other things because we're located in all these different parts of the world and we're already on our computers anyway
1: Awesome. Awesome. And uh, oh, and by the way, for those that are interested in the scholarships guide, we're going to have a discount code for those people that are attending the uh, flight sim expo. We're not going to tell you what that code is right now. We're going to give it to Evan and they're going to have it out there at the, at the show. Uh, this is an awesome opportunity for people to connect, uh, people that are both new and also people that have a lot of experience in the simulator world right here at flight sim expo, but also flight sim association.com an outstanding way to continually enjoy that camaraderie that you would get at an expo every single day. And I think that's just just awesome. So hats off to you guys for do this. Do it. This. this is just great. Thank you so much. So if you want to go to the expo, flightsimexpo.com, is there anything else they need to know about as far oh COVID or anything like that as far as distancing?
2: Yeah, I mean, we're obviously keeping an eye on things very carefully. So just yesterday, the state came out with a mandate that basically says you need to be vaccinated or you need to present a negative test in order to get in. So make sure if you haven't already that you're getting both of those shots Uh, at the moment. Masks are recommended if you're fully vaccinated, but not necessarily required. And yes, we will be implementing some distancing between the various exhibitor booths. We'll be encouraging. I mean, I'll be wearing a mask myself, so will all my team, so will all the hotel staff there. And really, we just want people to feel safe and comfortable with whatever they're doing. So if you want to stay apart, you'll be able to do that. If you want to go to dinner with a group of friends, you'll be able to do that, right? We're just trying to let people make the choices that, make them feel safe. Really the only requirements that we know about right now are you will need to be vaccinated. If you're not fully vaccinated, then you'll just need to have in your presence a test that's been done recently. And of course you'll have to wear a mask if you're unvaccinated in the venue. And that's I think that's the way most major events are going these days, from sporting events to major concerts. They're kind of all moving in that direction. So we're gonna keep an eye on things as they evolve. And of course we watch the you know the case counts every day. We watch for new guidance coming out every single day. But what we've seen and what we've heard from the county recently is that what we're seeing right now in terms of policies around COVID, those are likely to be what we see about a month from now as well.
1: Awesome. Best way to find out, flightsimexpo.com, flightsimassociation.com. Just remind us, if we do sign up to be there virtually and online, is there any way, say we miss an event, is there any way we can watch it again?
2: Yeah, the whole thing, whether you're coming actually online or in person, the whole thing is recorded and it's all available on demand after the show. So if you're coming in person, you won't be able to do everything. There is way too much to do. And we have two presentations that go on at the same time. So unless you've invented a way to be in two places at once, you'll have to pick one. The other ones are all available for you on demand through that platform. You'll have access to after the show.
1: Awesome. And and they can find that where? At
2: all of that, that information is at flightsimexpo.com and everything about our association and how to get started in flight simulation at flightsimassociation.com.
1: Awesome. Well, gosh, you know, Evan, this has been great, and I'm so happy that you're you're back to flying again and uh, your passion. Me too. You're very passionate about aviation, obviously, uh, simming, and just like me, you do this eight days a week, right? Absolutely. It's uh, in, in many different ways, uh, whether it's careers or general aviation or simming. Uh, this, this is, I'm afraid to get into it cause I, I did it once and it, it's just so much fun. It's a, it's, it, it really, really is addictive, uh, yep. but it's okay because it's healthy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And it's it's very much you know beneficial uh, to especially folks if they're in training, hoping to get to the airlines. I mean, what a great networking tool that is to know people at almost every major airline. If you're looking for a job to be able to say, well, what's your airline doing? That's something that we in the flight sim world who are part of VATS and a part of other communities have. And it's just a great tool to have as a part of that job search.
1: Well, go join me and Evan on flightsimassociation.com. Uh, we're going to do a meetup. I don't know how to set it up. I'm going to figure it out online. can't be that hard to do, and I, I can't wait to have people here in Lakeland. I'd like to see uh, show you guys the studio here and also the airport and uh, and also talk simulators. And uh, what's well, more fun than talking sims and looking at airplanes out the window? Exactly. <laughs> Evan, thanks again. Flight Sim Association. This has been awesome. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to have you back on again.
2: Thanks so much, Carl.
1: You know, if you're watching this right now, make sure you go out there to FlightSimAssociation.com. We really appreciate Evan coming here and also appreciate all those people that take the time out to contribute to Flight Sim Expo and also the FlightSimAssociation.com. We're going to figure out how to do that meetup. I can't wait to have one in the future right here at Lakeland Linder Airport. But most importantly, get out there on the internet. If you're not flying right now, if you are in lockdown or whatever, one of the best ways to get back into aviation is through simulators and, and through the online experience and the best the way to do that, I think, is through a community. And you can look at it online, flightsimassociation.com. Really appreciate your listening. Don't forget, if you want to support the podcast, go to stuckmikeavcast.com slash Patreon. For every $10 we raise, we give away one scholarships guide. We actually have some people have given over 20 scholarships guides, and we've had some that have given over 200 scholarships guides away. So to find out more, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free. And also StuckMikeAdcast.com slash Patreon, how you can actually donate to that scholarships guide that has over 120 scholarships and some simulator scholarships. Well, folks, we'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there.
0: The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.